G'day Legends Legendaries, welcome to another episode of Generation Get To It, a sugar hit of positivity and health for parents, kids and families to get the most out of health for this generation and the next. Make sure you like and subscribe so you can get the latest episodes and also so you can share and get the word out to help improve the lives of more people in the world. So for this week, what we're going to go through is um is is all about reading, actually. Reading, thinking and the formulation of thoughts and how they all tie in together. Because I was reading um, a survey recently that uh, was actually kind of scary. And that is about the amount of readers that are in Australia and actually in the amount of people in the world that, that read. Because one really great thing about reading, and the reason we do it from such an early age, is the ability to build on uh, certain levels of communication. So one thing is to be able to build on vocabulary. Another one is to be able to understand the formulation of thoughts, cognitive ability, things like that. And so some of the statistics I was reading based on the amount of Aussies who read or listen to a book in any format uh, once a year is only about 75%. So they're reading one book per year is all it takes to qualify to be a, to be a reader apparently. So 75% of the general population are reading at least one book a year, which I think is quite low. Like I know a lot of us are struggling for time in many things, particularly being part of a busy family, but I do believe that we should be able to read more than one book a year because to think about it, one book a year is only one new set of thoughts that we are learning or developing from ourselves. Obviously, we get a lot of information from social media and read the news and things like that, but I do believe that we should be able to actually take in some more information in a well-thought-out, formulated plan that is in in a book, in the form of a book. Uh, in terms of that, though, there, I was listening to the other day, I don't have the statistics for this, but I was listening to a great podcast the other day where they're saying that in the US, uh, it's well below 50% the amount of people that read one book a year which, you know, if you're a US listener uh, or or such, then, you know, that's obviously pretty scary for you. But it's one of those things that it's not about exactly where you're from, but the fact is that the trend of re- reading or listening to books is actually declining in every single country. So I feel like that's something that really needs to be better looked at. Because one of the reasons I think we should be able to read books is, like I said before, we need to formulate our thoughts. We need to have well-structured ideas and have arguments for and against and be able to open our mind to certain things. It allows us to take in new thoughts in a well-structured way and actually learn from something. It can increase our vocabulary, which is a very important part of speech and communication, particularly when you want to get ideas across in different people. Because you can, one example is chatting to someone who is the age of four versus chatting to someone who is the age of 16 versus chatting to someone at the age of 30, 50, 60. Every single level of age group or experience or proficiency to read and listen to, they're going to need different forms of communication and vocabulary to actually get an idea across. And if you can't understand the different levels of vocabulary, it's going to be very hard for you to actually take in information yourself and also to be able to distribute distribute information. 
So when it comes to actually reading, I think it's really important to be able to read both fiction and nonfiction. So I love I love a bit of a nonfiction. I think it's um, fantastic because you can obviously have a lot of self-development books and also books that are going to help you to in your area of field as well. So I love reading um, things based on exercise and nutrition, but I also love reading um, things like life-based coaching, also being able to get the most out of yourself and things like that, which which come a lot from, from these books. But uh, every single night, I love to read some fiction to finish my day off, uh, particularly from Scandinavian thrillers. I have a particular love for um, Nordic or Scandinavian culture. Uh, I did live in Norway for, for about almost a year, but I think it already started before that. But I love a Swedish author named Henning Mankell. He writes the Wallander series and uh, a Norwegian author who's from the town that I lived in in Norway, in Mulder. His name's Jonesbo. He's got a very good book called The Snowman, if you've ever read that. Which is very strange because I've never quite gotten into horror movies. I hate thrillers, can't stand sitting there and watching something like that. It makes me my skin shudder. But I do love reading a book uh, for some reason, reading a thriller book. So anyways, that's something else. But the, the reason I want to say this is because you need to have the understanding that fiction is going to give you some form of creativity, some thinking outside the box a way to kind of get you to explore different feelings and emotions that are accustomed to to these different levels of vocabulary. But then it's also important to read some nonfiction as well to give you some straight answers, to give you something to work on, um, some actionable and practical steps that you can take in your life. So if you're also someone that can't figure out why you, you know, how to read, you find it quite difficult, you may find yourself struggling to actually concentrate at certain times. Well, here's a few tips that you can actually use to get yourself to concentrate and think about uh, the book and stay in that sort of stay in the zone and actually concentrate. So the first one is remove your phone outside of or technology outside of the room before you start. That's going to be one of the most easiest ones because it's so easy for us to just grab our phone if you feel it vibrate or if we, you know, we see it light up or something like that. We need to keep the phone out of the room. If you can do that for 15 minutes, well done. You've beaten most of the population for concentrating on one thing at a time. Another tip is to read books you like. Now, it sounds obvious, but a lot of us will pick up a book that someone recommends, read a couple pages, go, this really isn't for me, but I'm going to try and punish myself through this anyway. Don't do that. Put the book down. Go find something else that you actually enjoy. Another tip, make it a habit of reading. So 10 minutes before bed, read. Sit down, or sorry, sit in your bed, whatever it is. Just read five to 10 pages. Just anything will do. You can start with one page. Just read one page before bed. It's a really good way to form a habit. It's only going to take you two minutes if you're going to read one page. And it's going to help you kind of get used to that feeling of reading before you're going to sleep. And then over time, you're going to get read more pages and you're also going to start uh, polishing off books before you know it. Like, it's, like I said before, it's a small steps every day equal one really large step over time. And the last one you can use is actually uh, using using it as time to wind, unwind. It's reading time. If you've had a big day or something like that, you can use it as a way to put your feet up just kind of get yourself stop to stop you from thinking about work or whatever it is and just actually do a little bit of reading if you can. It's a great way to be more mindful and actually to kind of be meditative state or, or things like that. 
But like I said, it's always going to take practice. It's going to take small steps to actually get you towards being a good, proficient reader. But that's fine because, as we all know, everything we start, start feeling stupid. But over time, you start to become more confident in yourself, you become smarter, you become more proficient at doing these activities, which is very, very important. That's why we should do it. So this is why it's very important to actually read books. And you don't have, on a side note, disclaimer, you don't have to read the book. You can also, preferably you want to read the book. I'll say that now. Preferably you want to read the book. You take in more, more information. They've done studies in this. If you can read a book, you'll take in more information than listening or or reading something online. If you read a physically hard book, it's actually going to help you. But if you can't do that, start with an audible. Do something that's listening based. I love listening to books in the car. I think it's a really good way to kill the time. Um, as well as also taking new information as we go along. But just start with something. That's the main thing to take out of this. Just start with something, build from there, learn, grow, develop, and you also set a great example for your kids too. All right, that's it for now. Make sure yeah, you like and subscribe, follow us on social media, get in touch, and um, follow, well, read our blogs on, on, our, on our website. But until next time.